Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. In prayer, Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 22, beginning in verse 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will be far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. He who sows iniquity will reap sorrow, and the rod of his anger will fail. He who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. Cast out the scoffer, and contention will leave. Yes, strife and reproach will cease. He who loves purity of heart and has grace on his lips, the king will be his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the faithless. The lazy man says, There is a lion outside. I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of an immoral woman is a deep pit. He who is abhorred by the Lord will fall there. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of correction will drive it far from him. He who oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he who gives to the rich will surely come to poverty. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it is a pleasant thing if you keep them within you. Let them all be fixed upon your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have instructed you today, even you. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge? that I may make you know the certainty of the words of truth, that you may answer words of truth to those who send to you. Do not rob the poor because he is poor, nor oppress the afflicted at the gate, for the Lord will plead their cause and plunder the soul of those who plunder them. Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man do not go, lest you learn his ways and set a snare 
for your soul. Do not be one of those who shakes hands in a pledge, one of those who is surety for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take away your bed from under you? Do not remove the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Friends, today we're going to take a closer look at verse 17. And Proverb 22, verse 17 says this, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge. Friends, we will take a closer look at this verse prior to closing today. In the meantime, we're going to continue our study on the book of Job. Today we'll be looking at chapter 16. There's lots of good stuff in chapter 16. Let's begin in verse 1. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are you all. Shall words of wind have an end? Or what provokes you that you answer? I also could speak as you do. If your soul were in my soul's place, I could heap up words against you and shake my head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the comfort of my lips would relieve your grief. So friends, point number one is Job rebukes his friends. What Job is trying to do here is plead with his friends and say, guys, we've been friends for a long time. I'm hurting here. Don't come in here with all your wisdom and try to spout out stuff and tell me what to do. No, I want you just simply to grieve with me. And Job obviously is wise. Now, a lot of the discourse that his friends gave him is a little bit on target. A lot of it was fairly good stuff. But Job is pointing out if one of them had had this calamity come upon them, Job is saying that's not really what friends do. What friends do is listen to what people have to say, listen to them, and what they do is try to console them. And they certainly have not done that with Job. Verse 6, Though I speak, my grief is not relieved, and if I remain silent, how am I eased? But now he has worn me out. You have made desolate all my company. You have shriveled me up, and it is a witness against me. My leanness rises up against me and bears witness to my face. He tears me in his wrath and hates me. He gnashes at me with his teeth. My adversary sharpens his gaze on me. They gape at me with their mouth, 
They strike me reproachfully on the cheek. They gather together against me. God has delivered me to the ungodly and turned me over to the hands of the wicked. Now, friends, I'm going to stop there. Every once in a while in Job, Job is trying to let his friends know the reason that this happened to me is that God did this to me. And I'm going to tell you again, remember when the book of Job is written. Job was unaware that the devil existed. So my second point is, Satan will come after you. I'd like to read verse 11 again. God has delivered me to the ungodly and turned me over to the hands of the wicked. Friends, I'm going to go to Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. And in that verse, it says, Satan comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I, meaning Jesus, have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So when Job is written, Job acted in integrity to the best of his knowledge, but his knowledge was very limited compared to born-again believers in today's time. We now know that Jesus came to earth to forgive all of mankind for their sins. We know the price that he paid on that cross. Job did not have that knowledge. Jesus had not yet come. And Jesus also said that he would send the Comforter, and that is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit now dwells in each person who has received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So now we have almost like a teacher living and dwelling inside of us. So we have a lot more information than Job did. And because of that, we should not act like Job did in this particular discourse. Let's go to verse 12. I was at ease, but he has shattered me. He also has taken me by the neck and shaken me to pieces. He has set me up for his target. His archers surround me. He pierces my heart and does not pity. He pours out my gall on the ground. He breaks me with wound upon wound. He runs at me like a warrior. So here he is making reference to God and how God has done all of this to him. Friends, God did not do anything to Job. Satan did. Let's go to verse 15. I have sown sackcloth over my skin and laid my head in the dust. My face is flushed from weeping, and on my eyelids is the shadow of death. Although no violence is in my hands and my prayer is pure, O earth, do not cover my blood, and let my cry 
have no resting place. Surely, even now, my witness is in heaven, and my evidence is on high. My friends scorn me. My eyes pour out tears to God. Oh, that one might plead for a man with God, as a man pleads for his neighbor. For when a few years are finished, I shall go the way of no return. And friends, my third and final point for today is Job cries out to God. I remember in an earlier chapter when Job says, Though he slay me, meaning God, yet will I trust him. Job knew that God was God. Job knew that even though a lot of bad stuff has happened, he knew that in the end, God would justify him. And because of that, near the end of the book of Job, God is going to compliment Job on some of the things that he said. Friends, before we close today, let's go back to our verse of the day, Proverb 22, verse 17. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise. And friends, I'm going to once again remind people how important it is, the company that we keep. Only be friends with people who you want to be friends with. And we are to avoid evil. We are to avoid things that have to do with evil. We need to choose our friends carefully. And apply your heart to my knowledge. And my knowledge means the Word of God. And friends, it is so important that you make a habit of getting into the Word of God on a regular basis. I know there's a lot of busyness going on in this world. I know we all have busy schedules. But friends, if you can find time to put 10 or 15 minutes in your daily schedule and either have prayer or a secret moment with God and read His Word, And I'd like to thank everyone listening today because I believe that this podcast can have that effect. I know these things last about 20 minutes. I try not to go over 20 minutes. Every once in a while, I'll go to 21 or 22, but that's because I have a lot to say on a particular topic or chapter. But friends, it's important to hear the Word of God I'm going to go back to the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 17, and it says, So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Friends, if you want to have great faith, it's important that you listen and get in to the Word of God on your own. Don't just wait to Sunday and listen to what the pastor has to say, you have to be accountable for yourself and your actions. If you truly want to have a close relationship with God, you have to do your part, and your part 
includes getting in and digging in to the Word of God. My call to action today, what I'd like you to do is think about Job. Now, Job has 42 chapters in it. Today, we went over chapter 17, so we're not quite halfway through the book. But what I'd like for you to do is just kind of reflect on what we've learned so far about Job. Job had all of his material possessions taken away from him. He lost all of his kids in one day. They were all killed. And now he doesn't have his health. And yet, he refuses to blame God. He doesn't get mad at God. He maintains his integrity. He is a good example for all of us today. But he acted on limited knowledge. And I mentioned that in today's podcast. So think about and ponder what I said earlier in this podcast. Job walked with integrity, but he only walked in the limited knowledge that he had. The suggested scripture reading today would be to reread the proverb of the day, Proverb 22, and also reread our chapter of the day for Job. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I'm hoping that after listening to this podcast today, that you understand that you have a need. God is the answer, and He has the answers for anything you have going on in your life. So if anyone would like to take that step today, I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth. I believe that you are the Son of God, I believe that you died on a cross and were buried. On the third day, you rose again from the cross. When you did that, all of my sins and all of the sins of everyone listening today have been totally wiped clean. Jesus, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. And yet, Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart. I need your help. It's difficult living in our time in the world today. I ask that you come in. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this point forward. I ask this in your name. Amen. Friends, if any of you said that prayer, if you would, do me a quick favor. Go to my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. There is a contact tab. If you would, simply click on that tab, enter in your name, Let me know you said that prayer, and I want to celebrate with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. My wife and I will do our second annual Thanksgiving podcast. Please join us as we further explore wisdom today.